Hey, my friend, thank you for being here. I have faith that you are doing great. Thank you for uh, the, the meditators that are on Insight Timer and the, the people that are live, the, the participants that are live on YouTube and LinkedIn. And if you're watching this on replay on my YouTube channel, then thank you for taking the time to, to watch, to listen, to learn. And I, I, um, ultimately, it is to invest in yourself. So thank you for thank you all for being here. Uh, the The subject of this evening is very. Um, it's always a, a subject that kind of eluded me for so many years, and then a few years back, I kind of I, I kind of got it, but I'm still constantly working on it because. It touches a really important and fundamental part of our being. And if we, uh, because we tend to not uh, like to push it aside, to like put it into a, a kind of a, a second, a second meaning or a second uh, uh, level of attention and of uh, intention and of uh, uh, focus, then we, we lose sight of it and we lose sight of what we're going to talk about today. We lose, sight, we lose sight of our nature. We disconnect from it. We try to uh, understand that we try to live our lives uh, as, you know, human beings disconnected from nature, being human beings, being um, uh, in, in the environment of nature, but not being part of it. And we're, you're, we're going to cover it into two ways for this evening. And you'll see that we are, uh, by the end, you will understand that we are intrinsic, intrinsically <laughs> linked to nature, so much so that we are a part of it. So, Olivia, mind blown because <laughs> starting next week, the, the lives will happen only on YouTube. Uh, the uh, so uh, all the other platforms uh, will be uh, dropped because uh, I feel that the best way for me to serve you is through YouTube. So the the chit show will go on for sure every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. That's my time, my time zone. So next week we start, we continue the show, but only on YouTube. Davi, salut mon ami. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here, Davi. Uh, thank you for always being part of the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the crowd and the meditators. Uh, Hiresh, this is a beautiful topic. Thank you for talking about it. You're welcome, Hiresh. Thank you for, uh, for sharing that. I appreciate it. And it is a topic, as I shared in the intro, it is a topic that we, we, I find we don't talk about enough. And when, uh, because we don't, then it creates a disconnect. And the more disconnected we are to nature, the more disconnected we are to ourselves. We're going to jump in that in a few seconds. And Davi, oh no, I like it here. <laughs> so, sorry to disappoint, but uh, it is a, uh, um, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a way to concentrate uh, to concentrate how I serve you and the best way uh, for now is through uh, YouTube. Olivia, 
makes me think of this suggestion to go out and touch some grass when someone is struggling. I understand and appreciate the saying, but a little tricky this time of year where we are in Canada with uh, minus, uh, minus 25, 30 degrees uh, Celsius here uh, uh, this week. I think the snow is currently up to my thighs. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. But it, it is, um, even though uh, if you live like us, if you live in a country that, you know, three months of the year, nature seems to be, uh, what, what we see seems to be dead or dormant at least, the energy is still there. And it, doesn't not, it does not necessarily mean, as uh, Olivia points out, to uh, touch some grass or walk on grass, which is an, an awesome way to reconnect with nature. But it can definitely be a walk in the woods. It can definitely be uh, as simple as bringing nature into your home with plants, with uh, even through decoration, through photography, you can reconnect with, uh, with nature. So it's, not, it, it's best to have a physical contact when, you know, like just hugging a tree <laughs> is such a, a way to, um, to reconnect intensely with nature. Uh, but definitely walking on, the, uh, on, uh, on grass or uh, letting yourself, like, even through meditation, if you have a meditation with uh, nature sounds like a uh, uh, little bit of water and birds singing, it's definitely... Uh, something that will reconnect you to the nature or natural elements, which is as, uh, as effective as going directly into nature. Uh, Davi, also from another perspective, snow is so beautiful. It is. <laughs> it is. I, I have, I'm not a big winter person, uh, so the, the cold is not my main thing. But I have to uh, be reminded and remind myself that the, the, the view that we have is really beautiful. And just that's another, that's another way uh, uh, talking about perspective and talking about what, uh, how we can reconnect with nature. Just looking at it, you know, obviously the, the, the vibration is not the same if we look at uh, nature uh, move, uh, videos on, online, but it still works because you experienced nature in the past. Then when you watch a video, when you hear the little birds, when you, you look outside the window and you, you see the uh, nature in all its beauty, because you already experienced it, your body remembers that. So it's definitely, a, it's all ways that we can reconnect with nature. So Let's jump a little bit deeper into the subject. And I want to bring a, a second perspective on that. Mm. Olivia, very good point. Works for animal companions too, which brings me exactly where I was going. Thank you for the, 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 the segue. Uh, I like when I do um, uh, a little bit of uh, research and prep with my cards and everything. Uh, when I have a, when I, I cover a subject that is more, that can be more intellectual, uh, what I like to do is to get the, 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 the definitions. So if we look into a dictionary or now online, 
what will we read and how we can reconnect that to our, uh, our path, our spiritual path. So nature, uh, I got, uh, there, there are two definitions in nature. And what I find really interesting is that in one definition, they try to push the, the human aspect of it out. And then in the second nature, uh, in the second um, uh, definition, they kind of bring it back in. So <laughs> it, well, it's always interesting how we, we try to logically figure things out when most of our uh, experience is through physical uh, senses. But anyway, that's another, that's another subject. <laughs> so the first definition of nature, it's the phenomena of the physical world collective. So the phenomena, oh, here we go, phenomena of the physical world collective. So for that definition, what they add is uh, plants, animals, like uh, Olivia shared, uh, you know, every, every things, all the, all the things that are not man-made. In one definition, in one dictionary, I found that uh, they say everything that is natural, that is not man-made, and uh, except humans, well, I would say, they say phenomena of the physical world collective, like plants, animals, uh, things in nature, except humans and human-made uh, things. So they, they exclude humans from the definition of, uh, of nature. So uh, it is a very intellectual way to describe nature because that's one way to look at it is that nature we are living in nature nature is the environment which is detached from us and we live in it the truth is and you know we've tried to to search and replicate earth so many places uh, in in space and in the universe and we haven't found it we haven't found another planet that could um, welcome us as best as the the earth does because we are part of the earth we are part of nature and that's the the a little bit of a, the, the the second how could i say the second perspective that we can take from it is that nature it's our innate and essential qualities and character so I found it really interesting that the exact same word, nature as an environment and nature as a, a character, innate character, exact same word, but completely, two completely different perspective. And that's the, that's the intellectual way, that's the logic way to see it, is to divide both. But because the same word can explain or can address both, so the environment and the human, then there are inintricably, I think I'm saying that wrong, but anyway, <laughs> they're linked together. They're part, we are part of nature. And the, uh, uh, you know, just taking the first part of that definition, the phenomena of the physical world collective, 
we are our our bodies are part of the physical world however we interpret it those are the the the, the physical bags of uh, of meat and bones that we move in they're part of the physical world so if that is part of nature because it's part of the physical world collective and when our when we talk about our nature uh, deals with the innate character which is more of the 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 soul that's in us then obviously we are part of nature like nature and us and humans are one so we are one with the trees we are one with the water we are one with the animals we are one with every thing that we uh, that we did not create and even by definition we did not create uh, uh, ourselves like there's the you know the procreation i i get that <laughs> we can create babies but did the human create did the human being create the human being that's another that's another discussion completely so because by def definition we didn't create ourselves then we are part of nature. And that's the, the, the two ways that we can look at it. That's where we can learn a lot from these two perspectives. When we put them apart, when we create a disconnect between the environment and our innate character, then when we disconnect, when we disconnect from nature, we also disconnect from our nature. Because when we, when we disconnect from nature, it causes stress. It, it causes a disconnect inside of us and it, it causes a lot of stress. Uh, if uh, I know uh, in the, some, I think in around the 1940s or 1950s, uh, there was a big uh, research that was done, a big study, and they they were, uh, it, it was kind of a, a little bit cruel, but still, I think uh, we can uh, we can still learn from it. Uh, they took people and they completely um, cut them off from nature, from the natural environment. So they basically lived in glass uh, cubes, so they could be uh, watched. 24/7, and they they saw they they studied how the the human being reacted when it was physically completely disconnected from nature. And what they found out, they found out a bunch of stuff. But mainly, what they found out is when we disconnect the the physical nature from the the human part of the, the, the innate character, they found that basically when we're disconnected from nature, we disconnect ourselves from our nature. So we become somebody else, probably out of survival, probably out of, uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, complete uh, disconnection or complete imbalances uh, from the inside. They haven't figured that one out yet, <laughs> but they saw that when you disconnect somebody from nature, from nature, from a natural environment for a longer period of time, 
they would start to change their behavior and change their character, their qualities to uh, all sorts of, uh, in all, all sorts of different ways. So what we can learn from that is, it, is that it is deeply essential that we constantly remind ourselves to constantly reconnect with nature because we are part of it. It is deeply important that we, we recognize that and that we stay connected with it so we can have a much more uh, enjoyable experience. We are part of nature. Nature is there to support us. Mother Earth is there to uh, help us out, to help us, uh, to help feed us, to help rebalance our energies. So it is deeply relevant that we recognize that, that we cannot be, we cannot thrive without the connection to our Mother Earth. And in this case is nature all around. I hope that makes sense uh, to you a little bit, a little bit at least. <laughs> so the idea that we are part of nature, by definition, we are because nature is everything that is not man-made. So because we didn't create it ourselves, we are part of nature. And at the same time, it reminds us that because we need to constantly reconnect to nature, to thrive, to fi find, a, a rebalance our energies, open our chakras, just uh, let go of some stress, then because that is so important, then ideally what we, could, what we should do too is constantly reconnect with our nature, which is our innate and essential qualities and character. Now, question becomes, now we, we already know that, you know, we already know how to reconnect with nature. Go outside, hug a tree, walk on grass, you know, it, my, uh, barefoot on grass. I mean, it might look weird to others around you. Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's, if you're too shy or whatever, like I said, you can bring nature in with plants and, uh, you know, little trees. Uh, flowers, or as uh, Olivia point, pointed out, through uh, having a uh, an animal uh, companion, uh, we you can uh, if all of those options are not possible, what you can do is watch uh, a video or like a documentary of Earth or nature. Uh, you can just look outside the window. There are so many ways that we can reconnect with nature. Then. If that is important, if that is that much important, then it is as at least as important to reconnect with our nature. And the question is, how do we do that? So uh, I'll take a little sip of water and I would like your perspective on how we can reconnect with our nature. And I'll give you a hint. It's roughly the same of as uh, uh, reconnect with nature, but there's a little bit of a, a twist to it. So Olivia, I think that ties in with the recommendations we always hear about here in Canada of making sure we do get outside a bit in winter, definitely for the, uh, uh, mostly for the sun, 
but uh, the, the fresh air and the like, you know, anything that reconnects us with our natural environment is deeply healing for us. One of the, um, uh, one of the, uh, the, the, the main, how could I say the, uh, a really positive way to reconnect with nature and heal yourself at the same time is to go near a, a waterfall and when the water falls down and hits the rocks, it creates a lot of negative ions and breathing those ions and having those ions um, uh, infiltrate or penetrate us. <laughs> it is really healing for our vibrations and it's, uh, it's really calming. It also works through sound. So if you were, if you hear like a waterfall sound or a little, uh, uh, how do how do they call it, the babbling brook or something like that, <laughs> then you can uh, definitely uh, have a little bit of that effect. But most most uh, powerful is to be there to experience nature in person, and then if not by one or two senses, and ultimately by uh, like you know for from some something static like a um a picture or even through memories like through meditation and memories uh you can definitely experience that too so olivia i was also thinking uh, animal companions of queenie with her shows <laughs> yes uh queenie just uh, left me <laughs> she started the show around here but then uh, she got hungry so she went to, to eat a little bit and uh, but she she's always uh, she's always around somewhere when I do uh, when I do the shows, uh, she's always uh, backing me up in case uh, something happens. And Brian, hello from Victoria. They're just taking down trees left and right here for de development. Yes, I can feel the pain. Not many people seem to understand that concept. Great point, Brian. Really great point. The as I was sharing uh, uh, a little bit earlier. The disconnect, the logic and intellectual disconnect that we do when we think that envir the environment, nature, does not have an effect on us. And then we say, well, if it doesn't have any effect on us or if we can do something different, then the, 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 the love of power and money be, uh, becomes really attractive. And that's when we, uh, you know, we just cut down so many trees for development, but we don't understand the impact that that, that has. Here in, uh, in uh, Canada, <clears throat> we have uh, the, the, the indigenous communities that are really, really uh, adamant and you know, passionate about keeping the, the nature, uh, all the, the natural environments intact the, the government, uh, unfortunately, doesn't really listen. <laughs> but it, it is a really good point that the more trees that we cut, the more natural resources that we waste and the more natural environments that we take for granted, it affects us. It definitely affects us. We, we definitely don't want to go to the extreme where there's nothing natural around us and then we are like the that uh, study in the 40s, 50s, living in concrete or glass or whatever, uh, not natural resources environments. 
and then we're going to suffer from it. I really like on that point. I really like uh, um, it's it's coming. It comes from the indigenous communities, uh, and it's. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase it because I'm probably going to mess it up. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it's a kind of a quote or a thinking that we say money might not grow on trees, but they say like when you know, you're cutting down trees and resources for power and money, but when they're all gone, try eating your money. It's not, it's not going to work. Like your money is, cannot sustain you. So we have to protect our resources and our natural environment. Again, not just because it's beautiful and it's useful, because every tree that we cut down and that goes to waste, is a part of us, of each of us, that is cut away with that. So thank you for bringing that up, Brian. I appreciate that. Uh, San, uh, that sounds cool. Is there a particular height the water has to fall? Would a shower have the same effect considering there are no accessible waterfalls near me? <laughs> well, uh, shower, not as much uh, because it needs to be water that is th uh, coming through nature. So. Uh, cleansed through the rocks and then goes uh, uh, down uh, down the rocks and then hits uh, somewhat hard to create that uh, that level of vibration. So whenever you walk close to a waterfall, you will feel better. It, it feels like the air is cleaner, that you can breathe deeper and you feel a little bit better. Those are the negative ions. So Definitely, uh, you know, take a vacation where waterfall is. <laughs> but there are other ways, like uh, you know, um, Epsom salts uh, create uh, roughly the the same thing in bath water. But uh, again, the 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 best, the, the most powerful ways are to be in nature, physically present in nature, so you can get the maximum benefit. Uh, Davi. Yes, that makes me think about our responsibility with the environment, our planet, synchronicity, while I started writing this. Yes, <laughs> that's a really good, uh, a really good point, Davi. You, you pinpointed the, the word <laughs> that where I am going. So thank you for that. Brian, thank you. Meant to say Victoria, BC, fellow Canadian. Thank you for being here, Brian. Um, <clears throat> Yes, and San and Brian, I, I love when you start chatting uh, uh, between yourselves in the chat. That's the way that we can communicate. I have access to all the chats, so that's you can communicate with me. And at the same time, well, we can uh, all communicate together. So, all right. So just before we got into the, the conversation about uh, our natural resources, I ask you the question because we know how important it is to reconnect with nature and we know how to do it, physically reconnect with nature. Then we also understand that it is as important to reconnect with our nature, which are our innate and essential qualities and, char uh, and character. So to reconnect with that part of ourselves, what uh, I find what I find is the most powerful way to do that 
is throughout our intuition. So if you've seen the, uh, the Sadhana approach, it's an approach that I developed uh, back in 2015 based on, uh, you recognize the seven colors, so based on the seven main chakras of the body, the intuition-based uh, chakra, not the intuition-based, but the chakra that covers intuition is the third eye, which here in the darker blue section reminds us that to explore our intuition further, we need to take the path of self-responsibility. And that's where your comment comes in, uh, Davi. Because we have a responsibility, or not because, well, yes, because we have a responsibility, or since we have a responsibility to pre, uh, preserve our natural resources as best we can, at least try our best not to destroy them all, we also have a responsibility to preserve our nature. And our nature, again, our innate and essential qualities and character. So we need to preserve that. And by preserving, uh, by reconnecting with our intuition, that's when we get guidance. That's get, when we get insights on what exactly are our essential qualities and character and how to reconnect with those. And uh, I was showing you the... Uh, the uh, sadhana approach, which each uh, each section, each element has its own path to follow. The intuition one is uh, for self-responsibility. But every time that you take a path, every time that you, you choose, doesn't have to be the, the sadhana approach, but every time that you choose to go deeper into your self-knowledge, into your discovering about yourself and getting to know yourself better, you are connecting with your nature because they're innate and essential qualities and characters. So every time that you get to know yourself a little bit better, the, you know, the good, the not so good, and maybe sometimes the ugly part, like the, our dark side, it is part of your nature. So every time that you go there, every time that you dig a little bit deeper, you are reconnecting with your nature. And that is why most, well, not most, but I mean, uh, some of the most powerful uh, self-knowledge or self-exploration um, uh, weekend or seminars are done in nature. You, you take yourself out of the, the, the city center and you go in nature in a retreat and, you know, maybe in Costa Rica, maybe in uh, back in the, the, the woods, whatever. You disconnect yourself from the, 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 the busy city center to reconnect with nature, which enables you, well, not enables you, but which facilitates the, the reconnection with your nature. I hope that uh, that resonates. That makes sense. Jody, uh, I cry every time a neighbor takes down a tree. Some over 80 years old in my area. Definitely. Like if, if we had the concept that chopping down a tree, you know, it, it, there are so many 
logical reasons to do so. But if we have the concept that every time that we hurt nature, we hurt ourselves, we would definitely take that into like, uh, we would manage our resources in so such a different way. But we're not uh, globally, we're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> or maybe, maybe we were and then we passed uh, that and we have to come back to it. But uh, it's not the uh, it's not the main the the you know the the uh, main knowledge uh, for everybody that nature that we are part of nature and we have to protect nature at least as much as we protect ourselves. So, uh, Davi, it's a little, uh, it's a bit like the theory of Gaia, isn't it? We're all one. It's exactly that. What that's what I believe anyway. I believe in a um, uh, in a higher power and a higher energy that and uh, encompasses or englobes everything. Everything is linked together. Everything that is energy is linked intrinsically linked together. It's the same thing. The the Gaia theory. It's the same thing as the the butterfly effect. That when something happens. Uh, around uh, my friend Davi in Australia, then in Canada, it disrupts something. And then in, in China, in Africa, we're all linked together. We cannot uh, keep thinking logically by disconnecting ourselves first from nature and then from each other, saying that something happens in, in uh, Australia and it doesn't affect me in Canada is completely absurd, but we, we, uh, we make it logic through all types of excuses. So once we, we go back to basics and we recognize that we're all connected together, then we can un start to understand that we're also connected to our environment. So that's the same, the, uh, when we come back to that, then we would really understand that we need to protect the environment as much as we protect ourselves. We protect ourselves from a bunch of stuff, but usually it, it's it's uh, the human doing to, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> massacre about everything that we touch. But we have to be more conscious in our approach to be in balance with nature so we can be in balance with our nature. And a little, one, one last point talking about responsibility is that when we do connect with our intuition, we have a, we engage on the path of self-responsibility because we have a responsibility towards ourself to listen and to act on our intuition, on, on those insights. It is our um, responsibility, but it, it's part of our nature to connect with nature and then to take actions, intuitive and conscious actions, to keep that connection alive as much as with our nature as with nature itself. So when you start to go on that path, you will have calls, you will have insights, you will have intuitive 
moments that some of them will probably scare you <laughs> because as I like to repeat, in, your intuition will never lead you astray, but usually it leads you on down paths where you need to go to grow. So it's going to challenge you. It's going to scare you. It's going to put you out of your comfort zone, which is great. And when you feel a little bit overwhelmed, it is because you're, you're making it too, you're intellectualizing too much. You're in your head too much. So what do you have to do? You have to reconnect with nature. When you, ironically enough, <laughs> when you, you reconnect with your nature and it gets overwhelming, you have to reconnect with nature to rebalance the, uh, your internal energies, but also to exchange with the, 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 bigger, the, the bigger meaning and the bigger purpose of it all. Uh, Sun, I've tried talking to neighbors, explaining what trees do only to be looked at as if I was speaking in a foreign language. Yes, probably. They, they are more concerned about the extra maintenance these trees bring. Definitely, definitely. We, uh, um, yeah, it, it's, it, if, if they don't get it, they, they don't get it, unfortunately. Uh, I know that a lot of people do get it, and a lot of people don't get it. And that's what, you know, we have to work with. But there's, there are definitely, there is definitely a lot of education to do. Carly, hello, uh, Carly, thank you for being here. So I hope that this makes sense, that because like from the beginning, just the fact that even in our most logical intellectual moment, we came up with two definitions for the exact same word, nature. One excludes uh, humans, and the other one is strictly for humans, <laughs> then even in our most intellectual moments, we confirm that we are part of nature. And it's so much so that when we disconnect from nature and or we disconnect from our nature, so when we, we don't follow our purpose, when we don't follow our uh, intuitive callings, when we, we don't, when we consciously or intentionally or yeah, whatever, uh, consciously disconnect from our spiritual self, when uh, we, uh, you know, when we disconnect from somebody or when we disconnect from who we really are, from our uh, innate and essential qualities and character, then we, we automatically disconnect from the other one. So if we disconnect from our natural environment, we disconnect at a certain level from our nature. And when we disconnect, we consciously take actions that take us away from our nature, then we also disconnect with our natural or from our natural environment. You will never see somebody walking in the uh, in the woods, having uh, you know being uh, surrounded with peace and nature, and not being themselves. It, or if you do, it it would be a really um, uh, difficult challenge to do so. Uh, 
because when we go back to nature, then we naturally slip right back into our nature. That's why it's so important to stay connected with nature. So we stay connected with our nature. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and I, I really like that, uh, uh, that, that uh, way of thinking that, you know, uh, and we talked about like, you know, protecting our resources and uh, managing them and using them more consciously. It's the exact same thing with our nature. We have to protect it. We have to use it consciously. We have to use our uh, innate and essential qualities that uh, we are born with. We have to use them consciously and, we, and responsibly to, uh, for the, the, the better of uh, everybody. So it's the exact same thing. I find it so interesting that... Uh, not so long ago, when the word nature was used to, um, to identify an environment, and not so long after it was identified to, uh, it was used to identify our internal environment, I find it really interesting that we chose those words in those, uh, uh, in those, with those perspective. So it obviously proves that as much as we want to be intellectual, we are definitely more emotional and uh, we vibrate and resonate on an energetic level much more than on a thought, some type of uh, thought or intellectual base. All right. So, Carol, what was that colorful chart you were holding? This is the, uh, the Sadhana approach. You can uh, screenshot it if you want. It's an approach that I developed in 2015, and it's based on the seven chakras. It's mainly a, um, a self-discovery and self-knowledge uh, approach, which takes us from self-ignorance, not because we are ignorant in some kind. We just don't know. When we don't know about ourselves, it makes us suffer. So the more we know about ourselves, when we take one or seven of those paths, the more we know about ourselves, the, the deeper we take our inner peace. And ultimately, we, we step into uh, self-acceptance. So uh, thank you for asking you. I, I appreciate that. So I get I see a quick reminder. Um, Olivia, quick reminder. Yes, so all the, the replays of the, the chit show are on my YouTube channel. You can go on YouTube and look for Ian Renault. And also the uh, another mention that starting next week, the chit show, the episodes, every Sunday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern time, that's my time zone, will be on, uh, on YouTube. I, I think I'm going to keep LinkedIn too, but uh, it, they're going to be mainly on YouTube because it's I find it's the best way for me to, to reach you and to serve you. So uh, if you want to be uh, uh, part of the, 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 the experience <laughs> live, then you can go on my YouTube channel and subscribe. You will get the notification when I set up uh, next week's uh, event, next week's episode. And at the same time, 
Uh, on uh, Insight Timer, what will happen in the, uh, in the next several months is that I will go live once a month, but instead of being for the chit show, it's going to be for a live two-hour training. So uh, uh, kind of a mini condensed uh, seminar, let's call it a, a class, <laughs> a two-hour class on a specific subject. So every first of the month, I'm going to go live on Insight Timer for a two-hour seminar. The one uh, for February 1st, which is in a couple of days, is going to be about healing myself with a, a big S. So healing myself <laughs> in CHIT, C-H-I-T, meaning consciousness. So healing myself and healing myself in consciousness uh, that happens on February 1st. Uh, if you're already following me on Insight Timer, you will see, uh, uh, you can go on my, on my account, on my, my profile, uh, and you have the, uh, the information for the next live. But the, uh, starting next week, the, the chit show will only be on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, oh, did I miss a... Oh, yeah, I missed a comment. So, sorry, Surya. Sorry, Surya, I missed your comment. I can relate to that. I work for a council, and the residents are constantly asking for trees to be chopped down because they're causing cracks in their fences. It's breaking my heart. Yeah, it's, it's always a, um, a really difficult balance to, to have on embracing our environment and, you know, progress, development, and, you know, whatever comes first for, for people. So it's always a, a challenging situation. So I, I, I have faith that the, the best will, uh, will be resolved for you. Um, yes, San, <laughs> that's a really good, that's a really good point. I, I wish it was so easy to, to do that. San write, uh, writes, uh, maybe ask them to choose fence or oxygen. <laughs> That's a really good one. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> if it was that easy, then the you know we we would have uh, much less uh, conversations about uh, uh, about uh, that and about you know saving the environment and protecting it. It is ultimately about that, definitely. But we don't we don't globally we don't see it that way. And it comes back, it easily comes back to what uh, the subject of this evening, uh, you know, protecting our natural resources versus, uh, not versus, but balance with protecting our natural uh, qualities and characteristics. Playing on the, on that oxygen bit, if we, we are not careful with the, the oxygen in our natural environment, well, obviously, we, we won't be here to do anything else. <laughs> but as much as it is relevant and important to protect that oxygen in our natural environment, the oxygen for us, for our purpose, for our intention, for our reason, uh, raison d'etre uh, here on Earth, is our nature. It is our uh, qualities and characteristics. It is our purpose. It is our mission. So if we don't stay connected with that, if we don't breathe in that um, 
energetic vibration or energetic uh, oxygen, then again, we're, we're going to be completely disconnected from ourselves and from our environment. So thank you for all those uh, various uh, examples to, to confirm exactly what we're, what we're talking about this evening. So thank you for that. One, uh, oh, two, actually two, uh, two elements. First one is every time that I do a, um, uh, an episode of the Chit Show, I like to promote somebody else's work. If you want to go deeper in the moment or if you want to explore in a different way, the subject that we touched uh, during the evening that we covered. So this evening it's Kristen, oh my God, Kristen Accarelli. I probably messed that up. I'm sorry, Kristen. So Kristen Accarelli, geez, I really messed it up. <laughs> she is offering us uh, a, uh, a talk and meditation on embodying our inner abundance. So I thought that it, was, it would be a great match with uh, the discussion of today because when we go back to our nature, we need to embody it, we need to embrace it to be able to use it responsibly. Same thing with uh, natural resources. We need to embrace those natural resources for what they offer us so we respect them in return. So Christine Akirele, uh, she's starting in about 15 minutes. Uh, embody your inner abundance, talk and um, meditation. If you're watching the replay, then look, look up uh, Christine Akirele's work on, uh, online, mainly on the Insight Timer platform. And last little bit, because we're talking about uh, nature, and one of uh, my, my longtime teacher that I, I learned a lot from uh, studying his, uh, his ways, coming mainly from uh, Buddhism, is that uh, Thich Nhat Hanh uh, passed away just a few days ago. He was, uh, um, I think he was, uh, uh, I think his burial was uh, with yesterday or something like that. But uh, yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh passed at uh, 95 years old. He was a Buddhist monk and he wrote, uh, I think it was like 130 books throughout his life on a, a bunch of subjects, but mainly on uh, mindfulness. And I wanted to share two of his quotes that have to do with nature and it's uh, definitely two quotes that resonated uh, a lot with me through the years and even more today with that subject. So the first quote is, the earth is not just our environment, exactly as we, we were discussing today. We are the earth and the earth is us. We have always been one with the earth. So the, the Gaia theory that uh, Davi was talking about earlier, that's exactly it. It's not the earth, nature is not just our environment. We are part of it. It is part of us. And we, uh, it, it's always been like that. So we cannot disconnect. Well, when we do disconnect both, then 
uh, that's where the imbalances happen. And another thing that comes to mind to, not that I need to prove anything, but to prove my point that we are uh, part of nature, you can quickly look uh, on uh, online for images that uh, images of nature that replicates uh, some uh, uh, internal aspects of the human body, like our let's say the the veins and arteries. It's roughly the same patterns as what you see on a um, uh, on a uh, uh, on a tree uh, on a leaf <laughs> on a leaf. So the pattern in a leaf is similar to the patterns of our uh, arteries and veins in our bodies. There are so many examples like that. Just do a quick search that our bodies are uh, replicas of elements of nature. I find, I find that always uh, really fascinating. And another last quote from Thich Nhat Hanh on nature to honor his... Uh, his physical presence and at the same time his uh, spiritual presence here. Uh, if you can feel that Mother Earth is in you and you are Mother Earth, then you are not any longer afraid to die because the Earth is not dying. Like a wave appears and disappears and appears again. So I find that uh, always deeply relevant uh, notions and insights from uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. So namaste to this teacher and leader, spiritual leader for, for years. Uh, San, uh, I think it's fair to say he wrote on every subject. He, he definitely, like, he, he wrote uh, children's books. He wrote about mindfulness. He wrote about uh, you know, Buddhism, of course, he wrote about business, he wrote about a, a bunch of stuff. So definitely he, whatever he wrote, definitely touches all the subjects. Davi, and with regards to the Gaia theory, it goes both directions, not only our body, but also outwards, which would include other planets. Definitely, it doesn't stop right here. Everything, like Albert Einstein was saying, everything is energy. So Whatever is energy is connected together. All right. Uh, if you have a, a quick question before we wrap it up, I want to give you the opportunity to switch to Christine Akerele's work, uh, Talk and Meditation on Embodying Your Inner Abundance. It would be a great, uh, uh, a great. A, a natural choice, <laughs> I'll go with that, would be a, a natural next step to uh, go with a meditation to embody the learning that uh, you uh, you got today. Uh, anyway, I hope that you learned something. <laughs> so I wish you all the best. Have a great week. Hopefully, I will see you on February 1st for the two-hour um, uh, seminar on how to heal myself in consciousness. And uh, next week, same time, same, uh, well, not the same place, <laughs> same time, but only on YouTube for the chit show for the, the next episode. In the meantime, I wish you all the best. 
Take good care of yourself, and I will see you very soon. Namaste, my friend.